Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, you know that we've been learning about Abraham. We learned that God made a covenant with Abraham. What is a covenant? A covenant is a promise, and God made a covenant to Abraham that he would have many descendants, and that his descendants would live in the promised land of Canaan, and that Abraham and his family would be blessed. Well, Abraham had lived a good, long life. The Bible says that altogether Abraham lived 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age. He was full of many years and he had lived a long and good life. Now that Abraham was no longer living, would that be the end of the covenant? Was that the end of the promise that God had made to him? No way. God's covenant was everlasting. That means it would live longer than even Abraham himself. Now it was time for the promise to be passed on to Abraham's son, Isaac. Isaac was now the head of the family, and he was to receive the promise that God had made long ago with his father. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Stay in this land, the land I gave to your father Abraham, and I will be with you, and I will bless you. To you and your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will make the same promise to you that I made to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give them all these lands, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed. God said to Isaac, Because your father Abraham obeyed me and kept my requirements, my commands, my decrees, and my laws, I will pass this blessing to you. Well, because Abraham had followed God and obeyed him, now God's covenant and blessings would be passed down to his son Isaac. And in last week's episode, we learned about Isaac and his new wife, Rebekah. God had answered Abraham's prayer for his son to find a wife from his homeland, and the Lord led him to Rebekah. After Isaac married Rebekah, they prayed to the Lord to give them a child. And the Lord answered their prayers, and the Bible says that Rebekah gave birth to not only one baby, but to two babies. Rebekah had twins. The first son had red hair, and the Bible says that his whole body was covered with hair, like a big hairy blanket, so they named him Esau. The second son they named Jacob. So Isaac and Rebekah had two sons, Esau and Jacob. And the brothers grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter. He loved to go out into the field and the open country and hunt deer and wild game. Esau carried his bow and arrow with him when he went hunting, and he was very skilled at shooting his arrow exactly where he wanted it to go. 
I imagine that he had practiced hunting and shooting his bow and arrow from the time he was a young boy. Probably playing out in the field in the open country, he would practice shooting that arrow until he got so good that he became a skilled hunter. His father Isaac loved to eat the wild game that Esau would bring home for dinner. Now Jacob was different from his brother Esau. Jacob was a quiet man. He was not a hunter like his brother Esau. Jacob would stay home. He would cook and he would make meals like stew and soup. He might have even learned how to grow crops and vegetables to put in his stew and his soups. Jacob had kept to himself and spent a lot of time thinking and being quiet. Esau was the oldest brother of the two. And it's very important that we know that Esau was the oldest. Why does it matter that Esau was the oldest? Oh, because it matters. Let me tell you why it matters that Esau was the oldest. You see, in those days, the firstborn son, the oldest son, was the one who would receive a double portion of his father's inheritance. The oldest son would be the head of the family after the father died. In Esau's case, he would receive the blessing of the covenant that God had made to his grandfather Abraham and then to his father Isaac. The covenant promises would be passed down from Abraham to Isaac to Esau. This was the right of the oldest son's birth. It was his right to receive the promises since he was the oldest by birth. It was called his birthright. Can you say that with me? Birthright. Esau's birthright was that he would receive all the promises of the covenant. This is something that should have been very special to Esau. Something that he would not give up for anything in the world. Or was it? Let's continue our story to find out. One day, Jacob was at home cooking some stew. And this wasn't just any stew. Jacob was the master chef of stew. He was adding tasty spices and herbs and vegetables that he had probably grown in his garden. And I'm sure the smell of that stew began to drift through the air into the noses of everyone around. All of the family and servants must have been thinking, there goes Jacob cooking again. Well, on this particular day, Esau had just returned from hunting. He had been out hunting for days, and Esau had run out of food. The Bible says Esau was famished. Do you know what famished means? It's more than just hungry. It's so hungry that you don't think you are going to make it from lack of food. Esau had probably been hunting for days and he was probably tired and dirty and smelly and famished. Esau came stumbling by Jacob's tent and all of the sudden he smelled the most delicious smell he had ever smelled. The smell from Jacob's stew filled Esau's nostrils and he came into Jacob's tent and said, Quick, give me some of that stew. I'm famished. Now here is where we must pause the story. 
Would Jacob be a good brother and give Esau some stew? Of course he would, but not without a price. Jacob knew that since Esau was the oldest brother, the birthright belonged to him. His right from birth was that he would be the one to receive the covenant promises. Well, Jacob had an idea. Now remember, we said Jacob was the quiet one. He was the thinker. I wonder if he had been waiting and planning and thinking of this very moment. And when Esau said, Quick, give me some of your stew, Jacob said, First, before I give you any of this stew, sell me your birthright. Wait, what did Jacob just ask of Esau? Was he joking? Did he really just ask Esau for all of the covenant promises that God had made to their grandfather Abraham and their father Isaac? There is no way Esau would give that up, right? Or would he? Esau, in a moment of desperation, said, Look, Jacob, I am so hungry that I am about to die. What good are these covenant promises to me if I am about to die? What good is a birthright to me? So Jacob said, Swear to me first, brother. Swear an oath to me that you will give me your birthright. Jacob really wanted that birthright. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Esau, don't do it. Don't give up your promises that God has given to you for your future. It's not worth it. Well, the Bible says that Esau swore an oath to Jacob and sold his birthright. Once Jacob knew that he had the birthright, he pulled out a bowl and served some stew and bread to his brother Esau. So Esau ate and drank and then got up and left. And that was it. The Bible says that Esau hated his birthright. He didn't care about it at all. He cared so little about it that he was willing to give it up for some bread and stew. Esau didn't realize what he had given up. He didn't understand the spiritual blessings of God. It was Jacob that understood the importance of the covenant that God had made to his grandfather Abraham and to his father Isaac. And now the birthright would go to Jacob. What are some things in our lives that are too important to give up? Let's learn our lesson from Esau and not be so quick to throw away the promises that God has made to us. The truth that we find in this story, the truth that we learn, is that God's promises to us are too valuable and too important to give away. He has promised that He will always be with us and never leave us. He has promised that He loves us like a father. He has promised that He will provide for our every need. He has promised that He will fight our enemies for us. He has promised us everlasting life. Hold on to these promises, my friends. Don't give them up for a bowl of stew, or for a lie, or for doubt, or for fear, or for worry. God's promises are true, and you can count on them. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Genesis chapter 25. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we learn more about Esau and Jacob.
If you've liked what you've heard, please feel free to leave a review in iTunes, as this will help others to find the podcast and learn about God too. Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you for the truth that we have learned in this story today. We learned that your promises are too valuable and important for us to let go of. Help us to hold fast to your promises. Help us to not doubt. Help us to not give away your promises to any lies that the enemy might tell us. But help us to believe and hold fast to you. You are the most important thing to us. And we thank you for giving us such a valuable birthright. Amen. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to our Bible story next week.